Hello and welcome to Nerd Vomit. My name is Doug. I'm a nerd and this is my vomit. I met with my effervescent, yes I'm saying effervescent, co-host Christina. What up nerds? And due to technical difficulties, this is the third time we're trying to record, which is working. So we are really putting in the effort, folks. Let's keep it up. Make sure there's no more technical difficulties. Oh, if there's a technical difficulty now, then we're fucked. Because that would mean it's something inside of my computer that its uterus just falls out or something. <laughs> I assume it's a lady. I don't know. It could be a dude. Um, what's the uh, uterus equivalent uh, for a dude? A pancreas or something? I'm not sure. I'm no doctor. Uh, but I don't think pancreas and uterus are, like, equal. One makes bile, the other one makes babies, and I'm not going to tell you which one is which, because that would betray my opinion of babies. <laughs> uh, let's get right into the vomitorium, seeing All Fantasy Everything. Yeah, last week I went to go see one of my favorite podcasts, uh, All Fantasy Everything, basically, or AFE, I'll say. Um, basically, it's a podcast where the hosts uh, draft everything but sports. Uh, they've done the Taco Bell menu, states, birds... Uh, Samuel L. Jackson movies, and this one, they uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't gotten to the new episodes, they draft love songs, which was great seeing live, because whenever they draft a pick, the whole crowd would start singing. It was great. I've never had the pleasure to go to any of these, but I've heard him talk about them enough at our workplace that I can get an idea. Oh, and of course, you probably hear a phone ringing in the background, and the guy answering it. We are at uh, my watering hole recording this. So, sorry for the crosstalk, sorry for the sports game in the background, if you can hear it over us. Um, I'm not sure who's playing, I think it's baseball, question mark, by the looks of it. Um, I, I think it's the same team that our, our bartender is wearing, so the Ryans. Is that right? Nope. Houston's? Sorry. Okay. Astros. But anyway. Good job, Doug. You Thank know some you. sports. I know a guy named Ryan plays baseball. That's about as far as it goes this morning. So anyway, so I saw All Fantasy Everything. It was so great seeing uh, Carms and Sean Jordan and David Borey. Um, if you follow us on Instagram, I posted the picture I got with David Borey. I've got a weird face. Weird face. Well, I do have a weird face. I have a weird look on that weird face. Because uh, I had a few PBR tall boys while uh, seeing it. But no, um, I talked about this on one of the uh, previous episodes of, I think, Damn, where I've seen Douglas movies, I've seen Welcome the Night Vale, I've seen All Fantasy Everything, I'm trying to think of any other podcast I've seen live. Nope, that would be about it. But I mean, it's so cool seeing how the sausage is made. Um, it's something you're going through right now, as with all the technical difficulties we started with. But it was so fun, like I said, like the live aspect of it, of people singing, every pick was so great. Um, I might have belted out, I want to know what love is, a little too karaoke-esque for our mutual friend Alex, uh, who was sitting next to me. No, just going off of your comment that I read an article recently about how there was this feud, not a dispute, a debate with Spielberg when he was making Jurassic Park, because he wanted the... Velociraptors have forked tongues, but the paleontologist working with him was like, no, that's inaccurately, like, incorrect. We've had an edit point, and now I'm not sure what the <laughs> fuck Christina's talking about or why, but let's follow the trail. No, you can just edit all this out. No, 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 no. <laughs> this part we're there? keeping in. 
this is a fun fact that I read. Mm-hmm. Okay. It went into how when it was like the scene in the kitchen and the velociraptors are going after the kids. Oh, because of Samuel L. Jackson movies. Sure. Yes, because Samuel L. Jackson is in that one. Hold on to your books. Yeah. <laughs> That accent, that accent might have been racist. Um. <laughs> but going back onto that is that there's like the they wanted to be accurate from a paleological standpoint into the movie, but the books are not accurate because they say they have forked tongues like snakes, but they don't because they're more related to birds. So that was the interesting fact. Oh my god! Can you imagine chickens with forked <laughs> tongues? That is the stuff of nightmares. Snake chickens, which by the way sounds like a killer band name. Um, There's actually a mythological creature that is half snake, half chicken, that if you stare at its eyes will turn you into stone, but I don't know the name of it. A cockatrice. That's it. Cockatrice. There you go. There's there's nice nice layup on that. Nice alley-oop. You set me up, I knock him down. Cockatrice. Because why wouldn't I know mythological... (laughs) My cryptozoological knowledge is off the charts. Um, If you had a chart for it, it would be off of it. But anyway, so it was great... (laughs) weirdly back on track sort of uh, but seeing All Fantasy Everything was, was so fun um, getting to meet the hosts and sing it live especially with someone else who has a love of the podcast my friend Alex who I got into that podcast um, fantastic uh, I mentioned to David Borey who is one of the hosts who's actually from Elizabeth, Colorado um, I said I get all your local references like when you talk about the Sonic I at uh, Smoky Hill and Tower. My mom was right down the street from that. And he was like, no shit. And I'm like, no shit. My mom lives somewhere. You've, you've both been. <laughs> so, weird. Um, my question to you, I mean, now that you're, you're on-air talent, we'll say, would you ever be interested? Like, could you... I mean, you don't really listen to podcasts. No, I don't. You so hypocrite. This is, no, I'm kidding. Yes. You can call me that. That's fine. Since I'm on an off podcast, but I don't listen to them. So. But like, it's for you to see what we do now. Um, it's me seeing like what they do, where I'm like, oh, that's the live element, or that's a visual element, or I'm of course making hand gestures. Which once again, like, if we did a live event, um, you would see. It's we're getting there. Deb and I always talked about it, but that's a whole other story. That's not uh, for this show. Uh, but yeah, seeing all fantasy, everything was so fun, so funny. Um, I recommend the episode. Like I said, I had a. My friend was buying me some drinks, and I look quite forward a few to the. Might we add? Not quite a few, but I wasn't pacing as well as I normally do, and uh, I look forward to. Um, listening to the episode and remembering their picks. Now, I say that not because I was like blackout drunk, but it's just that I rarely actually do remember all of their picks throughout an episode, which is why I love when they do a recap. But yeah, just the whole like singing along and being literally surrounded by people that... Didn't you say you were singing at one point? Oh, yeah. Oh, I want to learn what love is. I got to be Kyle Kinane. Holy oh, fuck, how did I bury that lead? I met oh. Kyle Kinane. Uh former voice of Comedy Central that no really and the and uh, David Borey is the new voice of Comedy Central he does all the like coming up next it's another episode of Workaholics or whatever um, but Kyle Kinane if you haven't listened to Whiskey Icarus one of the best comedy albums uh, this side of Patton Oswalt I'll say uh, which is high praise in my opinion 
Speaking of high praise, let's get into something that's not high praise. So, Borderlands 3 has been putting out... It wasn't long before I talked about it. We all know that. Not like I don't hear it all the time, yeah. every time I'm working with you guys. Well, I haven't brought this up. So, they've released two, I believe, two or three updates, um, patches, effectively, that either nerf bosses uh, or nerf... Or, um, what's the opposite of nerf? I don't know, pimp? Um... Uh, pimp the uh, Vault Hunters. Buff. That's the word I'm looking for. Nerf or buff. Yeah, that's right. In case you were wondering. The word I couldn't think of was buff, and I put in the word pimp. So, they've nerfed uh, Flak. They've nerfed Moze, or Moose. Moze? I think her name is Moze. M-O-Z-E. Uh, they've uh, buffed Zane, and then they've done nothing with Amara the Siren, who I'm playing with. So I guess I picked the perfect character. Um, I just want to play a Siren with offensive powers. But the patch has also nerfed bosses that were really hard to beat. Now, why I say the uh, on the note, on the Vomitorium, the patches mean nothing to me at all, is because by the time they nerfed those fucking bosses, I had already beat them. Doesn't surprise me, Doug. Does not surprise me that you would have already have nerfed them. Or whatever. See, I don't play Borderlands, so I learn everything I already, from his nerd vomit. Literally. I'd already beat them. Um, I think I had to do a co-op on one boss. I'm trying to think who it is. It's not going to come to me, but... Um, yeah, I'd be basically beaten all the bosses that they were like, these guys are too hard initially. The levels they're going to be at... Let's nerf them. Do you understand the terms of nerf and buff? I realize I've been throwing those out there and you... Yeah, please explain. So, nerfing means they make them easier, like literally like a nerf gotcha. gun, as opposed to a bullet. Buff. So, as a reference for me, like, I play the King Hearts game, so there's, like, the beginner, the standard, the, the critical, and the proud mode. Well, Okay. But, like, to, for me, to reference it in my brain, breaking it down would be, like, the nerf would be, like, the beginner, where it could take two minutes. Like, it's easier to... No, so let me put that into perspective. Um, because there, there is easy, normal Vault Hunter and Ultimate Vault Hunter. Like, you, you do have difficulty levels. Gotcha. But, like, they actually do a patch in the game where no matter what difficulty you're on, that boss becomes easier. Okay. So they basically put in a, a you know, code into the computer and say, hey, he doesn't do as much damage here, or... Not as much elemental damage in the case of um, so even if you're on Katanagi or whatever level. his name was. Because, man, that Katanagi fight was fucking brutal. So even if you're on the hardest level, he'll still be easy as fuck Easier. He'll be easier. Not easy. Easier. Okay. And buffing means that they um, make the skill more... Uh, not accurate, that's not the word. Uh, but they, they kind of strengthen like the skills. Gotcha. Or strengthen the damage. So, so um, they'll increase how much damage he delivers. Well, like they, you should have buffs in Kingdom Hearts, where if you use certain like spells from Donald that you do like five percent more strength or five percent yeah. more damage, that's a buff. Gotcha. So they're permanently buffing and nerfing characters in this game. Gotcha. Um, Makes sense and apparently, my lady is perfect. So great. And I just unlocked the Can last. You finally found a perfect lady for you. <laughs> and her name is PlayStation 4. For now, I'm going to dump her for a hot young Japanese girl named PlayStation 5 uh, next year. So, uh, 
Anyway, the patches mean next to nothing because, like I said, I'd already beaten the bosses that they nerfed. And I was like, of course. Why wouldn't you? Um, the fun part is that they are doing a month-long 10th anniversary thank you since the release of the first Borderlands. So they're running, like, weekly events, um, extra boss loot, extra iridium, which is, like, in-game currency, like, a rare, a very rare in-game currency um, that you trade in with Creepy Eddie or some shit like that um, for, like, faces and skins and, and all that. That sounded very cannibalistic, but you know what I mean by faces Creepy and Eddie skins. Creepy Eddie Well, it's because he's, like, a hermit. He lives yeah. in a vault. Like, an actual big vault. Um, you know, skins, heads, I don't have to explain yeah. that. Okay. Ways for appearance of my character. Um, who is now wearing a uh, Mad Max, like, level, like, gas mask thing. Like, it's, oh, dude. My character is so fucking vicious looking. It's great. Um, I did finally find after, I don't know how many, I say countless only because I can only find out how long I've been playing the game if I connect online with another player. But the last time I checked, I was at over, at this point, now over 36 hours, 37 hours. Um, I'm at, at level 35-ish, I think. Um, I'm maybe like halfway through the, maybe halfway through the game, running all these side missions. I've been playing the game almost non-stop since it came out two weeks ago. And I finally found a gun I love. And we talked about this a couple weeks ago where... Every gun you had was crap. Meh. It was meh. But by running side missions, by getting my levels, I finally find a gun, gun I love. Weirdly enough, an assault rifle. I didn't like these in Borderlands 2. I loved shotguns. Um, this one, I've got a, an assault rifle that shoots exploding bullets and lasers that light people on fire. I wish I had it in real life, always with me, controlled by murder thoughts. But I finally have I a gun. How many guests would be uh, Dead? Yeah. I, I'd save the bullets and just shoot myself. That's a whole other story. <laughs> um, okay, let me put this way. How many staff people would have already been done in a all day? All of them. <laughs> most of them. So say I better not be on that list. That's why I changed it to most of them, not all of them. Most of the people dead at the day job would be yeah, dead. And no prison could hold me with that gun. But anyway, uh, and no judge would convict me, really, if you knew half these people. So I finally have a gun I love. Like I said, the, the random generation engine for this game can create literally a billion combinations. And talking to other players, the guns have been meh because we're looking for specific things. We're looking for... A shotgun with incendiary issues, or incendiary damage, or electrical. And if you've been following Borderlands 3 online, there's been a huge uproar. I'm surprised they haven't fixed this in a patch. But I'm assuming it's very hard to do this, um, to send out a patch or an update for this. But the, what's called a Malawan weapon, which is a weapon made by the Malawan Corporation, that has elemental damage, corrosive electric, incendiary, radiation, whatever... Is like has like a charge up time. That would suck. It super sucks. Super sucks. Eight charge up time weapons. So I, I get killed in those moments. Yep, as like you're like me, and I'm dead. So I've been very careful about when and where I use my Malawan weapons. Um, 
But once again, I, I like incendiary shotguns, and they have a charge-up time, so I'm like, fuck it. Um, I think, I'm trying to remember who makes the gun I've got right now. I think it's Torg, which they're known for everything exploding. Their spokesman slash founder is very um, Macho Man Randy Savage. All right. It is, as Warren Ellis would call it, pure comic book. This guy's like pure video game where it's like, we have guns that explode for no reason. They just explode. Throw them. They explode. The bullets, they explode. Like, will you explode with them? Probably. But who doesn't want that? Like, he is awesome. He's also incredibly insecure and always wants to be included when, like, groups of people, like NPCs are involved. Because he kind of injected himself into the Dungeons and Dragons or Bunkers and Badasses uh, DLC on Borderlands 2. And he's like, I want to be in your game. Is there something that explodes? No. I want to be in it anyway. He's great. He's basically a pro wrestler who started an exploding gun company. Which, now realizing it, I have nothing against any of those words being put together. Nope. Not at all. Uh, let's get into the premieres. I know that Fall TV is coming back. We're going to talk about that next week, whether it's with you and I, Christina, or with Deb and I on a episode of No Applause, Just a Clap. Remains to be seen. Is Troy left out of that somewhere? Yeah, Troy's persona non grata, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> that was mean sounding, and it's not true. It's just Troy and I have such... The work schedules are so different. Yes. Uh, I work early mornings, he works late nights, and it's just really hard to coordinate. Um, Titans is back, and Titans has been back for uh, about three weeks now. This is, if you're not aware of Titans, this is uh, pretty well, much... I know some of the backstory from the Teen Titans cartoon show, and the sadly written Teen Titans Go... This is the hard R live version of Titans. This is like Dove and Dick Grayson totally fuck, and not like and not, and not like Game of Thrones fuck. Like you don't see it, but it's definitely implied sexually, sweatily that they may have had a fling. Um, this is the show where, in the first episode, Robin drags a drug dealer's face down a broken window and says, Fuck Batman. I will not forget the day you explained that to me. That was a great day. I was like, that really happens? It's awesome. Um, the second season uh, jumps off, it starts right where the second, uh, I'm sorry, the first season ended, uh, which is Dick Grayson being corrupted by Trigun, Father, a demon father of Raven. Um, that gets wrapped up really quick. I was kind of surprised by it. it. was like really a one episode, like, let's check out the evil influences. Yes, Dick Grayson almost beat Beast Boy to death with his bare hands. Poor Beast Boy. Which results in some very awkward moments later on in the season where they're like, Dick's being really nice to me. I think he still feels bad that he almost beat me to death. Is like him being nice helping? And Beast Boy goes... Not really, and you're like, oh, that is some kind of real shit. Where Beast Boy's really dealing with some PTSD from being one of the few that was free of Trigun's influence. 
You have some really interesting characters coming in. You've got the original Titans with Donna Troy, Hawk, and Dove, who are in the first season. You have an episode dedicated to Aqualad. Yeah, you heard me right. Aqualad? Yeah, Aqualad, the sidekick of Aquaman, who basically is a thrill seeker who has wanted to bang Wonder Girl since he was 12, finally does in his 20s, and then gets killed by Deathstroke. So, I mean, hey folks, if you're going to die, die after banging Donna Troy, I suppose. I can't think of a better way to go out, really. As a comic book fan, like, after banging Donna Troy... Yeah. And then kill me. Great. I'm okay with it. Uh, but yeah, talks to fish, super strength, whatever. I mean, all the Aquaman shit. Yeah. Um, oh, hydrokinesis. He's got hydrokinesis. How could I forget that? And purple eyes. That's a whole other story. Just Google it. Um, it's a weird Atlantean prophecy thing I'm not going to get into right now. But I like it. Like, uh, you've got Rose the Ravager, uh, Ravager who's Deathstroke's daughter introduced. She's a big part of the Titans mythology, and I've been rereading Jeff John's uh, Teen Titans, so it's kind of been a nice kind of balance of reading the Teen Titans while watching Titans. There's an entire episode dedicated to Deathstroke effectively torturing uh, Jason Todd Robin um, with Dr. Light, who looks like a gladiator with like an Elysium like frame. That movie, Elysium, with Matt Damon, Matt Damon, and Jodie Foster by Neil Blomkamp, who did District 9. The name sounds really familiar, but I cannot remember it to save my life right now. Basically, every movie Neil Blomkamp does is a metaphor for apartheid in South Africa. It's Don't worry about looking at it. You're, you're fine. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm really... It seems like more to the comics at this point. Like, it's not like they're... they're oh, that one. Yeah, that one. That one. She just looked up Elysium, folks. Anyway, um, I really like that Titans has kind of taken on more of a comic book feel to it. Um, and it's not to say that it, like, shies away from language or violence or content. But it does feel more like... Teen Titans to me, not the cartoon, but like just the concept of Teen Titans. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got Raven struggling with her uh, father's effect on her, and she finally has a jewel in her head. Beast Boy turned into a second animal. Tiger, most of the first season, now a snake at one point to avoid being beaten to death by the aforementioned Dick Grayson. Um, they've introduced an older Bruce Wayne. Interesting, especially with the news that like Kevin Conroy is going to be an older Bruce Wayne in the Infinity and Crisis Earth crossover with DC uh, Fall TV. Kevin Conroy, of course, being the voice of the animated Batman. My Batman will always be my Batman. I mean, do you remember that? Like, you probably don't. Jesus Christ, probably is that not. show older than you? Probably. Fuck. The original BTAS, Batman the Animated Series. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Well, I went through, in my younger years, many different adaptations of the The original animated. So then probably Bruce not. Tim. Bruce Tim. God damn it. Probably not. All right. Well, we're God, gonna you're go, old. We're, 
And on that note, we're going to go out on a good note about the good place. Huh. Nice segue, Doug. Not your best, but it was good. <laughs> and that's why I said it was a good segue. Ha ha ha, where plays uh-huh. fun play. So, good place premiere. Uh, this is the last season. We're going to see if humans in a simulated good place and the bad place and the nowhere place can become good. Uh, they're revealing the point system on how many points you accrue for doing a good deed versus doing a bad deed. The whole thing was the point system was inherently fucked because if I bought you roses, I get some points for doing a good thing. But that farm used pesticides, which hurt aphids and ladybugs. So the actual points I accrued doing a good thing resulted in bad thing points. Does that make sense? Or negative points? Yeah. So the point system was inherently fucked, that good points were negated by bad points, and the bad points were always exponentially worse. Now, uh, Hell has, I'm sorry, the bad place, has decided to put its nose in there and uh, introduce a demon character who's a super hot dude because why wouldn't he be uh, into the bad place start watching this show now uh, everyone from the bad place is super hot that's kind of the point of the bad place yep. so uh, but the judge Maya uh, Rudolph stepped in and said hey knock it off after that demon failed uh, and punched out two of the people of the good place and revealed himself to be a demon. Which, apparently, Kristen Bell said, if he loses his shirt, let's keep it lost. Um, I'm really I'm really enjoying it. I'm, I want to see where the finale actually goes. Because these characters are dead. They've returned to a quote-unquote Earth, and they've done every, everything that, uh, that... I'm losing it on this one, sorry. So, my point being, I, I want to see what happens when they're in the weird, good place, bad place, good place, and I want to see what the show's final thesis is, because really, it's the thesis of the show has been, people can be better, people will be better left to their own devices. Can these characters become better, ultimately? Or will they fall to their own Demise. personal personal foibles? Um, is it nature nurture? I'm not going to get into that. Let's leave B.F. Skinner out of this. You can look him up later. It's a psychology reference. Kind of running out of steam here, to be perfectly honest. Christina, anything you got? No, pretty much everything I got as of right now. All right, well then, from Nerd Vomit, I'm Doug. This has been Christina. We're nerds. This is our vomit. And we're out like a bifurcated boner in sweatpants. Gross. Nice try on that reference there, Doug. I'll try to see you all next time. Mine's better. (laughs) If you like this, Check out some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, No Applause, Just the Clap, and Black Falls. We can be found at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for The BACN on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play.
Yeah.